Let me see you put them up. Reach the skies, touch the stars up above. Cause it's one time for the underdog. I'm Patrick Bedevi, host of Valuetainment, and today we're going to talk about an old school game that we all used to play with our friends and family, and that is Monopoly. But the question is, what is a Monopoly, and how does it work? I'm not talking about our buddy uh, named Uncle Pennybags, who we play the game, and we roll the dice, and you hope to land on Boardwalk, and you know, pass go and collect $200 and not go to jail, and we're not talking about that game today. We're talking about real life Monopoly. Three things cause a monopoly to happen. One, only one firm sells the product. There's only one firm that sells the product. Two, two, there is a very difficult barrier of entry, meaning the government's created so many regulations and licensing for you to get in that it makes it tougher for a smaller business to go in and compete with the bigger business. If there's too many regulations, too many laws, very difficult for the smaller business to compete with the bigger business. Three, is there's no close substitute. So a close substitute could be, I have a choice between buying a car, but there's motorcycles. If a car sold for $100,000, then there's a motorcycle, then there's a bicycle, I have a close substitute. So when you think about those three things, I'll give you a few examples, business-wise. When Apple first came out with an iPhone, you remember when the iPhone first came out, it was a big hit. It's called a smartphone, it's incredible. It does your thinking for you. One of the best things that happened for you and I is Droid came out, right? And one of the best thing that's recently happened for everybody, including iPhone users and the consumer, is Samsung came out with a new phone called Galaxy S5. That phone is gonna influence Apple to get a bigger screen and get better. If they don't, they're gonna lose a lot of customers to Samsung and they need to be a little bit more affordable for the average middle-income family to be able to buy that. If they don't, they're going to lose customers. You think about Netflix, product grew, it did very well, stocks doing incredibly well, Amazon decides they want to compete with Netflix. You know what that's going to do? If you own Netflix, be excited about this because the product's going to get better. They're going to have to deliver a better product for you because there's a competition now. There's somebody that wants to take that marketplace. If Netflix is at whatever percentage, Amazon's just going to lower it and Netflix need to think about creative ways to prevent that from happening. Some people may say, well, Groupon was a monopoly when it first came out. Yes, but it doesn't last long because within one year, couple thousand group buying websites came out. They gave them so much competition that made Groupon change their regulations with their relationship with businesses where they had to go from 50-50 profits to 60-40 to 70-30 to 80-20 because there were other people that were doing the same. And that continues on happening and happening and happening because the number one thing that prevents a monopoly from happening is choice. When there are choices, everybody has the pressure to improve. If I don't want to go to Starbucks, I have coffee bean. If I don't want to go to Burger King, I have McDonald's. If I don't want to go to Subway, I have Quiznos. The list goes on because choices prevents monopolies from taking place. So when you think about the pendulum, if we have a pendulum here, on one side there's only one company, it's a pure monopoly. On the other side, we have pure competition, many, many firms. What do you think is the best opportunity for you and I? What a lot of firms. So that's why we call it free trade. When there's, you know, allowing Japan to come and compete against Ford 
and Chevrolet when Toyota comes here, Honda comes here. It's allowing international companies to compete domestically. That not only creates the products to get cheaper and cheaper and cheaper for you and I, but it also makes the competitors produce better products. Innovation gets better because they're seeing their competitors what they're doing. This has happened firsthand to me with competitors that I have. Uh, that we deal with because every one of us is forced to improve collectively representing that one industry together. But above all, if there's one organization that can both prevent and influence a monopoly from taking place is the U.S. government. Here's why. A U.S. government can get involved and say, no, this is a monopoly. This is not going to be taking place. And on the opposite side, U.S. government can also create a lot of regulations by the way you and I vote because it may seem like we're doing the right thing. Let's over-regulate the, this industry and this business because I don't like Apple, I don't like Walmart, I don't like this. Let's create more regulations. You know what the bigger businesses say? No problem. You're helping us out. Do you know why? The more the regulation, the less the smaller business can compete with the top guy, which means what for you and I? Prices don't go lower. And what you and I vote for as the consumer is to make things better, efficient, and more cost-effective. The more the regulations, the less that's going to happen for us. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And by the way, if you haven't already subscribed to Valuetainment on iTunes, please do so. Give us a five-star. Write a review if you haven't already. And if you have any questions for me that you may have, you can always find me on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. Just search my name, Patrick Bidavid. And I actually do respond back when you snap me or send me a message on Instagram. With that being said, have a great day today. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.